Welcome to the other 420. And it's not the 420 you think it is. I'm Sue. And I'm Jill. And our show is about how someone in their 40s and 20s are navigating this crazy world together as Korean American professional women trying to figure out what is happening in our lives. So come join us for the ride. Hello, listeners. I'm Sue. I'm Jill. And welcome to our 10th episode. Can you believe it's been 10 episodes? Uh, yeah, and I feel like we have still so much that we haven't discussed. I know, I feel like we're still getting in the hang of things, but then I looked and I'm like, wow, it's been 10 episodes. Yeah, and we've been good about the every week. I know. There's times when Sue says, oh, she's so tired, oh, let's postpone, but I'm the one that's saying, hey, we gotta do it. We gotta do it for the listeners. Yeah, and I like that we reached our holiday season right now. Yeah, so how has everything been? I feel like this episode, I wanted to make it more casual because it is our 10th, um, and so I didn't really have like a specific topic, but kind of seeing, giving updates on each other's lives and maybe talking about the holiday season. Um, it is... I feel like when you blink, it's already December. So it's already December. What is it? December 6th today? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, November or October is my favorite month. And I think it's because the weather gets cooler and it's the start of exciting things coming up. And, but then I feel like November just flew and now we're in December and it is, you Mm -hmm. know, um, the new, close to the new year. And I remember in, I think it was July or August, I was telling Jill, you know, you're going to be 26 really soon before you even know it. And you're like, no, my birthday's in February. It's still so far. And really it's a month, two months, a month There's and a half a away, long right? Time. It's just, it flies by. Time does fly by. But right now in my house, we are in the holiday season. Um, So the house is decorated and I don't decorate it. And I think it's because we didn't grow up with decorations or trees or things like that. And, um, but Jim, he did because he's Filipino and, you know, I think Christmas is really part of the Catholic, um, religion and just, just the whole aspect of, um, you know, the culture and just the holiday season. So he is our number one decorator. So you can see our house looks very, very I know, it looks like Pottery Barn slash Santa Claus like threw up in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the kids, we have, you know, the advent calendars. I was hoping my oldest, who's almost 12, would say he doesn't want an advent calendar this year, but he did. (laughs) But I think, you know, he just likes to, he just does it because the siblings do it, but I think he's... He's just kind of happy-go-lucky. And then we have the elf, mm-hmm. which, you know, we never did. Yeah. But I was smart because last year I didn't realize you can buy kits on Etsy instead of just kind of moving it from tree to tree, which the boys were really happy about. Um, when they were little, we would just move it everywhere, and they thought it was the greatest thing. But I think with the youngest one, the girl, we want I wanted to um, make it easier for me and then also a little bit more exciting. So... I bought one of those kits on Etsy where it's one every day there's something and you just kind of pull it out and it was a cheaper kit and it worked out really well. So this year I bought a more pricier kit Oh. and it's been bringing a lot of joy. Um, but in terms of Christmas gifts, we have not started that. 
Really? I would have thought that you would have been on it. No, I think um, we, I don't know, we're, we usually a little bit late to that show. But as the kids get older, it's kind of harder to buy gifts. I feel like I have your kids' gifts yeah. all lined up. And I'm not a big gift giver. Or Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't like to receive gifts at Christmas. Like, I don't feel like we need to do those things. And so maybe that's just because how we grew up. But um, maybe that's why I kind of procrastinate. Like, I always look at the people who buy gifts in September and I think, wow, how do you buy gifts in September? But, like, how do you know? Like, it might change, right? What I want in September is different from what I what I want in December. Yeah, or just even, like... What a person wants. I have a hard time committing to buying them a gift because I think, um, like, is this what they really want? So even when they give a list, Jim always says, you're the number one person that buys, doesn't buy anything on the list. You? Even though they say, this is what I want, I don't buy it. (laughs) Jim's like nodding his head. But what would you want, you know, as somebody who is in their 40s, who's a mom, who has three kids... What do you want for Christmas? Well, I also think, and that you can, I think it changes as you get older because you think, for me, it's what would make, give me a simple pleasure. So I actually Mm. just told Jim this, I want a towel warmer. Oh, yeah. Like those baskets. And I think I've been seeing it on TikTok too. And when I wake up, it is cold. So I want a towel warmer. That's what I want. And I think I saw it on Amazon. It's like $100. Just a towel warmer? There's nothing else? Towel warmer. Um, I want a space heater. So when I take a shower in the morning, I wake out and it's toasty. Ooh, I have a space heater and I put it next to my vanity. And so when it gets cold, I like just warm myself up and I use it to warm up my eyelash curler. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Um... I want Costco gift cards. I love Costco. Oh. I feel like what 40-year-old something Asian doesn't love Costco. Um, Yeah, that's it. I'm not really like... I'm a very simple person in terms of like I don't need tons of things. So just things that bring me little joy. I'm sure that's different than you. I feel like you're always looking at things that you like. I always have stuff that I want. Yeah. What's your top five? My top five... I mean, I've been wanting this, like, toy for the longest time. I think you told me about it. And I've been obsessed with this weird, like, children's toy called, like, Mini Brands ever since COVID. You and my daughter. Yeah, ever since COVID. It was big on TikTok, and, like, they do, like, unboxings, and I got super into it. So during COVID, I bought a bunch, and then my mom yelled at me because she said it's such a waste of money, and what are you going to do with this? Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is true. So I stopped, but the obsession recently came back. Because they had this supermarket and I want it for my like office and I could just play with it. So I feel like mini brands. Um, I feel like people my age, we want like small luxury things that we wouldn't buy for ourselves. If that makes sense. Like a expensive candle or maybe mm. like an expensive like hand cream or like hand soap. Like something for like our house or whatever. Um, or like a nice like car, like freshener, not like a cheap one with the tree, you know, but like maybe like a diptyque one or like a diptyque candle or like a Byredo, like hand soap or something like that. Small luxury. I don't feel like I need a small luxury, but this idea of something nicer things 
is something that I definitely am leaning towards now. There's mm-hmm. just something like, like, I can't think of a thing, but like pizza. Like, I hate fast food pizza. Oh. Like, I would like rather Papa have. John's. Yeah, Domino's, like Jim loves Little Caesars. Like, all of those I don't like. Yeah. I like nice, a little pricier, thin crust Italian ingredients, but I've noticed that as I'm getting older, I like nicer things for sure. But like nicer food, but like what nicer things? Well, I think there is difference when you buy like a nice pair of jeans versus not as expensive or, or like nicer lemon. Yeah, or not, yes, like that's a perfect yeah. example, right? Or nicer shoes. So I've mm. been about less quantity. And more quality. So it is, yeah. I would rather have like one pair of Lululemon joggers or, you know, um, pants than five other things. Really? I think for me, it's just nice things that you wouldn't buy for yourself you would want to get. So I feel like my friends and I, like, there is this like hair oil where it's like super expensive, but you wouldn't want to buy it for yourselves because it's like a waste of money. You don't want to spend that much money, but then if you buy it as a gift, it's like nice or a nice body wash. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing, right? Because you were supposed, you were looking at your shampoo, and I was like, "This is forty dollars." Yeah, you were so you upset at me. You can go buy the Kirkland Costco one that is sulfate free. No, for eight dollars. And then I it's told just Sue, I said, "Hey." I don't look like this for free. You know, it didn't come for free. You know, I got to invest some money into it. Um, but like skincare, hair care, things like that are really good gifts for somebody in their 20s. Well, you know, it's so funny. And maybe it's just me, but like I won't buy cheap things for my kids though. Like I won't buy them cheap shampoo or cheap body wash or cheap mm-hmm. things like that because I think I just want to invest in their health. Um, but... I don't necessarily need to buy unnecessary luxury things. Like, what are you getting your kids this year for Christmas? So, they actually are pretty good about not wanting like tons of things, but I think the question is like, how much do you spend? You know? Do you have like a set amount, like maybe like a hundred dollars for each kid, or maybe the oldest Probably one gets a little like bit more? Probably like three hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! But they all come from Santa. We don't buy them. <gasps> any gifts um, 300 each 300 each and i think that's a low rate compared to everybody else <gasps> and you have a bunch of kids i know i have three so it's like a thousand dollars this gosh. time they want a playstation 5 so <gasps> i think we'll get that and then just split it but they're lucky that because they have a lot of extended family they also get yeah. a lot of gifts that way too yeah so i think for them they um they do appreciate what they get, but they also think they don't need to get that much. Yeah. So, I, I mean, feel like your kids are not, they're not very like materialistic kids. No, but they still like, you know, things. They still like them. Are you getting anything for Jim? No. We don't give each other gifts on our <gasps> birthday or on Christmas. Actually, we never give each other gifts. <laughs> and I think it's because um, we started dating so young 17 and 18 and we always just shared everything we shared money from the beginning we shared things Mm -hmm. so i don't feel like we ever needed to give each other anything so yeah we don't really you know he'll buy me i'm sure he'll he always buys something like small 
or something practical that I said I wanted. Yeah, I already gave Jim his Christmas gift. What'd you get him? An Ube candle from Bath and Body Works. Oh, we do love Ube in this house. Yeah. But you actually bring up a good point. When is it too early to buy somebody a gift who you're talking to? Well, we talked about this, like, this idea of gift giving um, is interesting, right? And I told you that you have to look at even friends and people you're dating, like, do they give you something because they want something in return? Mm. And I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. Like, why do they give you something, right? I guess. But, you know, I have recently been back on Hinge and I think I told the listeners and I'm talking to a couple people and I was thinking, I'm like, hey, if one of these people, like it does go more and longer, like do we get each other Christmas gifts or is it too early because we're not dating Wait a anything? minute, Christmas is like three weeks away. That's the thing, like after you talking to somebody for three weeks, you get each other Christmas gifts. So I think it depends, right? Because we talked about distance, especially in California and LA. Like distance does play good. Like I feel like when you were dating that guy that lived in LA, it was hard for you to meet. Like you guys had to really... Both guys. Yeah, you had to think about it and it would be not as frequent. It would be like once a week or twice a week. and At it was, most twice yeah, a week. Because yeah, because it was just so taxing, right? Versus if you date somebody local, you see them more... Mm -hmm. Which makes you, like, have a closer relationship. So I guess you could move a little bit faster. So then you might buy them something thoughtful. You're right. And I think we have talked about it. When I did see people and date people in L.A., we would only see each other for, let's say, two times a week. And anytime like, it was me driving there, I would be tired because yeah. it would be during the weekday. So after work, being in traffic for, like, an hour, like, we'd just end up chilling um, at their place or not really doing like activities um and everything just had to be big you know like if uh, we had yeah. to do a date it had to be big yeah. we can't just do a small like coffee date or just go on a walk or go on a walk yeah. or go on a target run yeah. right um whereas if i do live closer to somebody like i can do a hey uh i think i'm gonna go to target do you want to go with me yeah. right or do you want to go get coffee and i have to go see my friend yeah. after um and so i guess in that way if we do see each other more often we it could get to a Christmas gift point, but I don't know. Like, if you're just talking to somebody, it's that weird, like, in between of, do I get you something? Do I not? Well, I think you only get them something if you genuinely wanted to get them something because you knew they would bring, it would bring them joy. But do you think it would scare them off? Because, you remember, I once saw somebody and then I bought them gummy bears a couple times and they're like, whoa, 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 you're being way too thoughtful. And it kind of scared him a little well, bit. Well, it probably depends on the person, right? Some people would really appreciate that and that might make them fall more head over heels. And for other guys, I think they see that and they're scared and they yeah. run away. Yeah, because they're not, maybe it makes them feel uncomfortable. So I think you just kind of played. I think that... Um, it is so hard because I always tell you it's, you have to think like five, could I be with this person five years, 10 years, 20 years? Could this be a, you know, someone, a father to my kids? Will they be nice to my brothers and my mom and dad? It's like. But how can you know that from a simple profile of can't. a couple pictures and three hinge prompts? You can't. And I think that's the, um, 
that's the hard part. But I think this isn't my first rodeo. I feel like I'm a seasoned vet on Hinge, but through you've always been there through with me through each kind of time I've been on it. What have you kind of like gauged and learned or realized about the dating scene and about online dating? Well, I, I think so, so different. Like I think, wow, what a great tool online dating is. (laughs) You're like, you have such access to so many people and what did people do before? Yeah. Right. You have so much access. And so you should just utilize your act, the access. Whereas I think you think it's discouraging. Like it is because I don't feel like you actually aren't on hinge that long. You like are on it for like a few weeks and then you take and a break from it. Yeah. Cause you, I think you're expecting to uh, find that person, but it's kind of like the analogy I told you. It's like, you know, when a fisherman fishes and goes out to sea, they don't go out for five minutes and they come back with like a fish. They are out there for the whole day, like eight hours and they have tons of different fish. And it is because there's so many different options. And sometimes you just have to kind of go in there. But I think that, um, I think it's pretty, it's a good thing that there's so many options. But it, I was telling you, it is a second job, I feel like. And I tell you like, oh, I'm talking to this person, this person, and I have to go on different like platforms because some I'm still talking on Hinge, others I've talked now on Instagram, and others I moved on to their number, so we're texting, so I'm constantly between apps, and I'm talking to somebody, and I forget like, hey, are you the one that lives in this city? Are you the one with the sister? Are you the one that went to but this But I think college? that's part of the problem with, with online dating is that you depend so much on writing and not enough like like interaction quicker or even just like talking on the phone right I feel like that like it's you learn more about a person which I think is so interesting and it might just be like your generation because I'm pretty sure like 40 50 year old people who are online dating don't do this but you talk to them and you exchange phone numbers and you could talk versus keeping on like a no human talking but you're just on the app to are texting each other for two weeks no i feel like you talk on hinge and if you on the app and if you like it you go on instagram yeah we talk so you about say it. hey what's your ig and then because then you can see if they're like really weird yeah you can see if you have mutuals so you can talk about that and then you can kind of see like their background right like do they have weird pictures yeah. like do they really look like who they look yeah, like yeah right and i mean i've been i feel like i've been catfished a couple times here and there but um, it, the funny thing is I was talking to my friend and she was saying a lot of her friends, she's same age, like 40s, a lot of her friends are getting divorced <laughs> and they seem happier sometimes, you know? And I think in some ways, um, if you're at that point, you are probably happier. Like, I don't think it was, she says they all seem happier, but it is like all eventually those people will all get on dating apps and yeah and find each other and um the funny thing is i know somebody who i used to work with a long time ago and they got um they were married they had she had two little boys and then she got divorced and she then um five years later uh got remarried again because she met this guy on a dating app but this guy actually like while she was like four years ago he worked under her Oh, so it's so funny because 
the internet brought them together as like a dating match. Yeah. Even though they knew each other before. So it is interesting, right? It is interesting. And then you meet these people on the app and you realize like you have connections that you didn't realize you would have had. So one of the people I'm talking to, we actually met up last night and we didn't have any mutuals. So I, I thought like, okay, then we probably don't know anybody. But he was telling me like, hey, I was looking through your photos and I saw your grad school um, graduation photos and I know one of your friends. Um, and it's my friend from grad school. And he's like, oh, we went to the same church um, in college. And she went to Pepperdine and he went to UCLA, but they still went to the same church together. And I was like, oh, you know this person? And then we started talking about it. It's like small world. But that's what I always told you. You should ask people, do you know anyone? I'm single. I tell everybody <laughs> that and no one and then it, no one wants to introduce me. But, um, oh, you did go on a date yesterday. I did. And you said, you know, and you said, and in case this person, it goes well. And this person finds our podcast and listens to it. I just want to let you know she liked you a lot and said only good things. Only good things. Only good things. Only good things. I think it was really refreshing because I had been on other dates and it didn't work out. And I was, I feel like I told you, I was pretty bummed and I was discouraged. And I told you, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to go back on the app. I don't want to talk anymore. Um, And I was like, oh, I miss all like. I miss like this person, this person, you're like enough, like stop being discouraged. You need to have a positive attitude. Um, but then the date yesterday, I thought it was positive. Yeah. You said he was really a nice person and you had a lot in common. Yeah. Um, and I didn't expect to have like a good time, but we have another date planned on Saturday. Well, and I think we've talked about like what you think you're into is not what might actually make a great relationship so the Mm -hmm. other two guys in the past you liked how they their like look or where they lived and all of those things but then actually those were the hindrances that made it not work and their lifestyle i think you we talked about it today you told me you know i think you think you're attracted to guys who live this lifestyle but in actuality that is your downfall and you aren't compatible with people like that well, because you would complain all the time. Like, oh, would this I? person went out all the time or they don't have normal schedules or like they're just yeah. obsessed with their friends and yeah. they want to party and this and that. But the guy yesterday, he was not like that. So you told me like really go for people that you wouldn't go for, like your usual type. And so I feel like this time I really ventured out. Um, and so I've been like meeting people who I really wouldn't think that I'm compatible with. And then I talk and I'm like, oh, you, but when you were going through the last breakup, you said, I want a guy that is kind and has, is consistent and doesn't have all these things. So even though you said those things, you're like, oh, that's not really my type. It's like, no, that's that you said, that's who you're looking for. I know that's, I'm looking for one type, but I think logically i, I want to go for one type but then my heart goes for the other but i'm leaning more towards I don't like think it's your heart it's my it's, heart it's not your heart it's your like um you you like artsy i don't know it's like i think it's like your generation though likes a certain like the instagram you like their instagram style and look I the do. ones that have those weird like like their instagrams are all posed 
They're all pose. Yeah. I like it if they have like a tattoo or something. Um, I like it if they have like an earring or they wear like certain clothes or they know certain brands. Yeah. I'm like, I like that look. Which is so funny because certain brands is not really what would make drive me. Like if a guy is wearing like Patagonia or things like that, I'll be like, eh. but then if he's wearing like ALD or like something like that, um, some like nice new balances, I'm like, ooh, you know. I know, but I'm always weary of people who spend so much time trying to make these like crazy posed Instagrams posts, especially where they're the where they are the main star. Yeah. Because that makes them their main star. But, I mean, who knows? I think that's the thing is you just kind of go and you try and you don't become discouraged because there's so many people out there. There's someone for everybody. But it's hard not to get discouraged on the app. And I feel like you've never been on the app, so maybe it might be hard to understand. And maybe people who hear this and who have been on the app can relate. But I feel like sometimes it is a confidence booster and other times it's like, man... I'm never going to find somebody like you go on a first date and you have high expectations and it doesn't go out or he's not the person that you thought he was. And then you have a tendency to be like, I'm, I'm never going to go on another date. So there's ups and downs, but I feel like you're right. It's just your outlook, right? You have an experience. Are you going to let it affect, like let you down or kind of take over you? Or are you going to overcome it and be resilient? Yeah. And every experience in life, is for the better. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Every experience in life. So every opportunity to learn from some challenge um, helps you next time. But I've been telling the people that I've been meeting recently that I have a podcast. I don't tell them our name. I know. Because I'm like, what if they I hear all this? I don't think you should share the podcast until like there's a ring on it. So don't tell them, even if we're dating, don't no, tell them about the podcast. Because then what are we going to talk about? That's true. And we've talked about other things in the yeah. past. So, so not until it's a for sure thing. It I might cemented be it. Might yeah. be years, yeah. Be, we might blow up and be a super podcast we don't even know. Maybe, but I'd be like, hey, I'm going to go record the podcast. And he's like, like after two years, and he's like, I still don't even know what you're doing. You could be doing something completely different. Yeah. But he won't know. Um, but I, I am excited for what this has to bring because I do think you have a different kind of outlook. Um, and it will be exciting for our listeners to kind of go on this journey with you. Yeah. I mean, I have good vibes, but also like, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, you know, but we'll see what Saturday goes. Cause then I think we'll have like a sit down meal cause we just did dessert and we went to like target after, but our next date would be like a full on like real okay, date. Okay, so next week we'll kind of find out what happened. We'll find out. Date. Yeah, I, mean, I think our listeners are getting excited for it. But we hope that everyone um, thinks gets something, writes something on their Christmas list that they are really hoping that Santa brings them. And we will uh, talk to everybody next week. Yeah, happy 10th episode. I'm looking forward to the 11th.